There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. This is kind of a thing we do now when we know that we have to go on stage and we're going to be in front of a bunch of people. Me yeah. and Anna give each other secret words that we have to work into our announcements on stage. And yeah. if you listen to our radio show, you know about it in advance. But for those in the audience that didn't hear us talk about it, they're left confused and uh, in disbelief sometimes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what? did they just, why did they say that word? Yeah. But the key is to try to work it in, in a way where um, it's not embarrassing. Nobody questions it. And it kind of makes sense. And, and we started this because I get stage fright. And so Jesse thought of this to like kind of give us almost like a little game to play to keep my mind off the stage fright. Yeah. So we went on stage at Lori's Roadhouse on Friday night to introduce Gary LaVox, former lead singer of Rascal Flats. And Anna gave me a word. The word she gave me that I had to say in any possible way was squelch. Mm-hmm. And the word I gave Anna this time was Worcestershire sauce. Which we can't even say. Can't even Wor- say. Worcestershire? Wor- Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Wor- Worcestershire. Anyways, that, that sauce? Yeah. yeah. And I, I was like, good that. luck. How are you going to work that in? And here <sighs> is how we did it. Listen to this. Welcome to Lori's Roadhouse. Are you ready for some music? <laughs> Hold that beer up. Squelch it loud. Are you ready for some music? <laughs> What do we got to talk about? Honestly, you know, I'm ready for a tequila shot, and I think my chaser is going to be some Worcestershire sauce, so uh, I'm just saying. Doesn't that sound good? <laughs> wow. And the crowd's like, yeah! <laughs> you spent a little bit more time on your word. I just like... Hold that beer up and squelch it. You said squelch it loud, which I don't even think that. It doesn't I, make that sense. That makes zero sense. It doesn't, I, you didn't even know what the word meant. So. There's no rule that says there it has aren't. to make sense. No. I mean, when we play certain <laughs> contests on our radio show, we're like, and your answers have to make sense. We haven't said, I mean, maybe no, we need to implement rule. that rule. No, that'd make it too hard. It's kind of funny. You're like, hold your beer, squelch, squelch it loud. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay, so here's the funny thing. So Anna says she was going to take a shot of a... Uh, Worcestershire sauce well, as a chaser with, right? with tequila, a tequila shot. Yeah. As we're walking off the stage, <laughs> Anna's microphone captures audio of the sound guy questioning Anna and what she said. Yeah. He, he, By the way, he did not know about this, no. what we were doing. This is the audio of the sound guy asking Anna about the Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I can't say it. All right. Worcestershire sauce. So we have a game where I have to and throw tequila. a word in. Oh, it was the secret word I had to say on stage. It's a game that him and I play. 
Because I was like, I'm a tequila person. I was like, I've never heard of Worcestershire sauce. So I want to throw I'm it hoping everyone will be drunk enough that they don't remember that. Don't try it. All right. Don't try it. <laughs> I'm a tequila person. I've never heard of it. Well, I'm in, um. Somebody had said to me, I don't know who, and they were like, what if you start a trend? Like, people think that you really enjoy that. And people are like, yeah, let me get a chaser or a Worcestershire Can you say sauce. TikTok? I'm serious. Can, I'm not kidding. This is something that would happen on TikTok. You're like, oh, I guess I got to try it. I've never thought to try that. If you play it off like my favorite go-to tr- yes. chaser for tequila, Worcestershire sauce. You just people make like, it up. You're yeah. Like, it's you great. Just go with you it. know it's not. You don't even know. You've never even tried it. No. And I don't have uh, any plans to. Yeah. All right, I, I like I, our little secret yeah, words game. I feel like I did pretty good. You've had to do worse before. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. now Frank is on the phone. All right. A legitimate shot is you take a shot of Jameson, follow it with a shot of Worcestershire sauce, and then follow it with a lemon with some pepper on it, and it tastes like a medium rare steak. <laughs> like this actually sounds kind of good. Yeah, I don't even have oh, good Jeff delicious. Rubies when you can just take a <laughs> shot of Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> Totally. Wow. Okay, should we try this, Jesse? Uh, I might have all the ingredients you, at you, home. Oh, you just have Jameson laying around? Yes, I do, actually. Oh. I <laughs> have right. a mini bar card. Um, okay. Right, only okay. thing I'm missing is a lemon. You want to do the honors? Wow, that's the thing you're missing. <laughs> Bring them all in. I'll, I, would, I would a steak and a shot. I, I would, uh, I'll try, we'll try that tomorrow, I think, in your honor, uh, Frank. Awesome. Uh, let me know. Like, I have it at the bar pretty regularly and i actually introduced it to a lot of people and they really enjoy it as well okay so yes it's a three-step process and it's really good the so, lemon is the, the sweet like uh the seasoning on the top finish it's so yeah. good <laughs> okay so shot of jameson chase it with worcestershire sauce and then bite the peppered lemon correct you know what? We should totally film this as a tiktok video and see if it takes off as a viral no, let's do i'm bringing the ingredients tomorrow yeah. Okay, if you see this on TikTok, know it started with us weirdos. I woke up to a picture of a man with no clothing on this morning in my inbox. No, I did not ask for it. It was completely unsolicited. Uh-huh. This is, I like, I hate to say that this is somewhat of a normal thing, that there are guys who just send pictures to girls. I don't know how many of them. Like, I don't know if I was the only girl that that picture went to or if it went to other girls. Like, I have no idea. Usually I open it up because it was a Snapchat, so I didn't know what it was. I mm-hmm. open it up and then I'm like, whoa, all right. And then I just kind of ignore it. What was funny about this is the guy who did it is sort of a longtime friend of mine. I mean, we're not close or anything like that, but I've known him for years. We haven't been talking in a while. Like, it was out of the blue, but um, it was it was the whole body. It was a little mirror pick, and then there was just a... Bottle of mouthwash on the sink that was covering some things up, but oh. other than that, it was just all out there. I was like, "Alrighty." Is this common? Um, no, it really is. How how often? Because let, let me I tell you know. something. As a guy, I don't wake up to photos like that. Because girl, I don't want to talk for all girls, but women don't do that. Uh, we would never to just do that to someone who didn't ask for it. Yeah. So, guy, like, what? What? I. I, I, I I'd love to talk to a guy that's done this before. I don't know. I don't know if um, I. I don't know if we have enough crazy people to listen to our show. That, but if if you are willing to explain yourself, I'd like to talk to you because I would never do that. You're just what are you doing? Throwing darts out, hoping you hit a bullseye. I guess that's what it is. You know, I've called guys out for it before too in the past, and I've been like, dude, like, 
come on, I didn't want to see that. And they're like, oh, so- sorry, I didn't mean to send that to you. Or I've had a one guy, he was like, liquid courage. I can't believe I did that. I, I feel so embarrassed. You're and like, like, it's eight in the morning. Yeah, dude, you should feel embarrassed. Like, that's a big mistake there. I get that it happens, but, like, I know it wasn't a mistake. You were posing. <laughs> like, you were posing. Yeah. That's a, Maybe yeah. they're like, oh, man, I worked really. I did sit-ups. Which, and I just have a big enough bottle of Colgate mouthwash right here. I'm going to put it right there. <laughs> the like, lighting's great. It's really hitting those abs. You can see like my four pack. Know. Save it for your wife. I don't, I, uh, I personally. If you're married and you're doing then then you got a whole other problem. Well, no, if one. you're sending it to your spouse, uh, like do what you want to do. But you know what? I, you know what? I'm going to put that in a different category. That's fine. If you want to send your spouse pictures yeah, like that. Who cares? Say, good morning, baby. Yeah. Who Rise cares? And shine. I've got nothing against it. I just have something against people sending it unsolicited when no one asked to see that. I would just love for a guy to call that has done. I just I just want to dig into your brain a little bit. I'm, I'm really going to try not to judge you. I just don't understand. I have never thought to do that ever before. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't even want to do the speedo thing, washing Big Dave's truck, let alone <laughs> taking more off and sending pictures to multiple. Imagine people. if you just sent that speedo pic out to a bunch of women. Now that's a little different because you're clothed, but still, <laughs> like it'd be weird. No, I don't want to imagine. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's truth jar. We do this every day. Take a question out of our truth jar, and it's just filled up. All different kinds of questions, and then we take turns on who has to answer them, but reveal something about ourselves. Mm. So, Jesse, it is your turn. I don't know if you'll have an answer for this one. What is a rule that you secretly love to break? You don't break rules. I mean, yeah. there's simple, <laughs> there's simple rules that I break that I feel like a lot of people do. Like I jaywalk. Oh, okay. No Is that, does that even count? I mean, there's some people that won't do it. They're like, I'm not going to do it. That I'm running afoul of the law. What? I'm like, watch this. All right. I go, I don't have time to stand here. <laughs> Big time jaywalker over here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know there's certain things I do. Um, like, I do steal every now and then. <laughs> what? The look on like, your face. I, well, what? Stevia packets from uh, when I go to a coffee shop and... <laughs> I'm putting, was oh, that not good enough? No, finish. So, finish. Well, I go put ahead. like, you know, I put some stevia. It's very expensive when I go to the store and I buy it. And like packets are expensive. And I go and, <laughs> and I put my four packets in at the coffee shop I go to. And I'm like, oh, four now, four for later. Just put a couple <laughs> in my pocket. And I convince myself it's okay by being like, I might decide later I'd like it to be a little sweeter than it currently is. Let's just take a couple for the road. The problem is I know how sweet it needs to be. This isn't even a good one. Like, well, I take napkins. On. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you should I was open correct. my glove. You should open my glove box in my car, and it's just like, uh, it's like the counter at a coffee. It's like, oh, I've it's got like- stir sticks. I got straws. <laughs> I've got still plasticware. It's like it's like one of those surprise boxes where things just go flying. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Out when you're opening it up. Um, <laughs> Lots of stolen napkins. Well, hold on. Let me ask you this. Do you only take four extra packets or do you ever grab like 
a significant handful. Maybe. I won't do that. I won't oh. grab a sig- just enough to stand to get in my pocket without <laughs> coming off a little too uh, grabby. You okay. know what I'm saying? I'm not that. Oh man, I'm trying to think. You know, here's one because okay. I googled. <laughs> I, I I saw actually a topic about this recently about things people take, rules people break, yeah. or whatever. And people like, yeah, like, you know, when I ask for a cup of water at a restaurant and I walk up, I, I fill it up with soda instead. I have done that, but it has been a do long you? time. It's been a long time. Okay. I don't, I maybe do I that when I was a kid. Years. Yeah, I don't I do don't that. I don't know. I'm not a big, I print things on the company printer. I, okay. I do that occasionally. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm boring with my rule You're breaking. stealing ink? <laughs> You're stealing ink on top from of the, the coffee. Company. On Jeez. top of that coffee, yeah, I come in on the weekends and drink free coffee from the work. I'm so sorry that I've um, got nothing else. What about you? Well, no, I. Well, we don't have time. Uh, we don't have time for the rules that I like to break. Um, I don't. I used to work at a UDF, and we had you know the little coffee bar, and there were people who would come in and take legitimate handfuls of the cream. Are you serious? Right in front of us, and it was kind of one of those things where it's like. But technically, I guess you could be putting that all of that in your coffee. Yeah. Even though we know you're not. We no. know you're taking that home. So you... Those are valuable. Technically, you know, you're not doing the right thing, but four or five extra packets, I don't think anyone's going to say anything. I know. Anything. I know. I need to be able to have a little more bad boy in my life. Next time, take 10. <laughs> Stop it. Get crazy. Uh, no, no, no. <sighs> well, I feel good, though. I feel like all I'm right. morally not corrupt. Yeah, good job. You know... What? I'm going to dissect your brain here. All righty. I want to know. You told me earlier that over the weekend, you met a guy yeah. at a bar. Yeah. You were playing pool. Your friend was in town. You're playing pool with the, against this guy. Next yeah. thing you know, he asked you out on a date. And you said yes. And you told me, though, off the air a little bit ago, that you know, like he's not really my type. No. He's not. I, he's, like, he's just... It, Normally, the kind of guys I go for, he's not that kind of a guy. Okay. So, and he didn't ask me out on a date, per se. We're just grabbing drinks. Okay, well. So that's, like, a little more casual. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, like, sorry. Let me take a you casual a, a date. Yeah. It is a date, nonetheless. It's just a hangout. Okay. Nonetheless. All right. But you tell me, you're like, you're like, nah, he's not normally, like, he's not, like, my normal type. Well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to go out with him anyway. And I got a little bit of hesitation the way you told me that, the way you said that. In my, mm. And here's where I'm going to be a little real with you. Here comes go Therapist Jesse. Oh, boy. She had Therapist Jesse music. Um, <laughs> we need to find that. Like the emotion of the day music. Yeah. And I go, uh, I said, I think you're headed for failure on this, like from the get-go. Because I've seen this movie before from mm-hmm. you, and I always know how it ends, and that it ultimately it will end a little ways down the road, maybe a couple of weeks, couple of dates. He's like, man, I just wasn't feeling it. He's just not my type. I'm like, boy, doesn't that sound familiar? I know. So why? Yeah. I, I would never do this if yeah. if I wasn't if somebody if I was not interested in somebody in that way. I just wouldn't go on a date with him at all. But you're doing it anyway. So I guess I'm asking you why. Oh, well, you know, I don't, you're right. You probably, you do know the end of the story, but you you never know because sometimes you think someone isn't your type and then you hang out with them and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, I like them. And really what it comes down to is that we followed each other on social media. And so being me, I did a deep dive on the social oh, media. Already? Just to, Well, yeah, of course. I'm like, is this guy crazy? Like, I don't know who he is. He could be a creep. So I did a deep dive and I liked what I saw there. It seemed like... Maybe he has something like deeper to him. Like it seems like he has like a deep side. 
like a like a passionate, like deep side to him. Some I don't depth. know. It's some depth. Yeah. And you know, usually I do have a problem with going for guys that I'm just like, oh, he's so hot. Like I, I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I can be shallow sometimes and mm-hmm. just go based off of looks. So it was refreshing to see that you know, he's cute, but maybe he's not the type of guy I would normally go for. So you're trying something so, different. You're trying a different angle. Yeah. Although I do feel like you've tried this angle before. Maybe I'm wrong. But aren't you supposed to keep trying? (laughs) Well, that's what they've always told me. I think you're supposed to keep trying until it works. I don't. Uh, Good for you for going in with a positive outlook. It's just never worked for me. And it's never worked for me either. But you know what? When we were there, when we were hanging out, I really didn't even think much of it. I, I guess in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, he's kind of fun. And then I didn't think much of it until he messaged me on social media and was like, hey, have you ever want to go grab a drink or something? And then I was like, oh, you know what? I did actually like his personality. Huh. I, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I actually did kind of enjoy spending time with him and playing pool with him. I just didn't realize it. So maybe that is what maybe I don't. I don't know. I view Jesse, every, I I view I every date sense. I've ever gone on is like an interview for marriage. Well, meet, meet. Yeah, but there's no like, oh, let's just, oh, well, it, it, worst comes to worst, we'll have fun. I'm like, no, no, no. There's no worst comes to worst. Well, okay. So that's where we're different. I do think of it that way because I think that you meet people in your life for a reason. So let's say we go on a date and he's not like the man of my dreams. That's okay too. Mm. If anything, I met another human and we shared conversation and we had fun for if only a night. I look I at could, it that way. Just meeting other humans. Sometimes it's just nice to do that, Jesse. Oh, okay. <laughs> Toss my name on the end. Okay. <laughs> like I'm guilty of not wanting it. to talk to other people. Meet humans. <laughs> guilty. <laughs> I was blown away by the waiting room at this car dealership that I've been going to for a long time to get my oil changed. And when I say a while, I mean, you know, five years. Yeah. It is impressive. It is, first of all, it's the biggest waiting room I've ever seen before. I, I'm used to like dealerships where it's like a small little waiting room and like a burnt pot of coffee sitting there. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's the just worst. crappy. I'm going to say they spent at least a million dollars on this waiting room. It's two levels. Yeah. Room for what looks like about a hundred people for, to sit. It looks like a, you know what it reminds me of? Like a lounge at an airport. Yeah, well, because Jesse showed me a video of it. It's also the variety of seating that they have. They're like, maybe you want to prop your feet up. Maybe you maybe need you'd a like desk. A, maybe you'd like a private cube upstairs with nobody else around. Yeah. Or maybe you would like to go to the relaxation room, which is a small room with a massage chair <laughs> with no lights, dark lights, and a TV, your own personal TV. You can get a what? massage watch TV while, you, while your tires get rotated. Which is wild. And then, can- then there's at least... What, an 80, 90-inch TV downstairs next to the fireplace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blown away. I'm blown away. And they, before COVID, they had unlimited free snacks. They had, like, little candy jars full of, like, pretzels or M&Ms or Skittles. All along, they've had a free Starbucks machine. One of those Coca-Cola freestyle machines. They've yeah. got one of those. I'm just blown away. Every time I go out there, I'm like... This is why I continue to bring my truck here is because of all this free stuff. Well, yeah, because going to a car dealership is one of the worst things ever. When you're sitting in that tiny little waiting room, like you said, there's the burnt coffee and you you need it to stay awake. So you drink it and it's absolutely awful. Yeah, there's magazines that are like six months old. Yeah. And everyone's kind of crammed together mm. and it's just, it's not a good time. Yeah. All there is to look at is they have some wheat tires on display that you might want to purchase 
or they have yeah. like you know, they have like mechanic displays. Like, here's what a spark plug looks like when you take it apart. <laughs> yeah, if you like, use this product, it won't gunk up as much. I'm like, yeah. Give me that 90-inch TV and that massage chair. I've never seen anything like that. But really, that's a great investment on their part. Because yes. like you said, you just showing me the video of it and telling me about it, I don't have a car dealership in this area yet mm. since moving back. But it's made me think like, ooh, I got to get my oil changed and I can wait in a place like that? That's worth it to me. This place, by the way, their service department, I believe stays open till 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah, that's another thing you said. That's... Get your oil changed at 1 in the morning. Like, let's say you work late hours. Yeah. Like, oh, well, oil doesn't wait to be changed. Get it done. Well, and they say, too, like, a lot of times it's it's good. Is that where you bought the, your vehicle? It is, yes. And then they say that it's nice to take it to the dealership that you bought the vehicle from. Yeah. Um, what is that? So when you go to sell it, you can say that it's only had, like, one... It's only been taken care of at one place. Pretty much. Something that, along those the, At least so, all your maintenance is kept track of that way. But anyway, oh, well, man. They had me at free coffee, but the massage chairs, we're, we've gone to a whole <laughs> new level. Of, you know, my back was feeling a little tight. I'm thinking about scheduling another service just to go up there and get things loosened up. free massage chair. <laughs> I had a friend stay with me this weekend, and so I needed to find a way to hide my giant pile of clean laundry yeah. that I've just never gotten around to folding. It was four or five loads of clean laundry that mm-hmm. I've just been so lazy. And it was sitting in a giant pile in my living room. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to fold this before she gets here. Uh-huh. So I took a comforter and I stuffed all the laundry like in the comforter. And then I balled it up and I set it in my room so that it almost looked like it was like a beanbag chair or something. Like it was round. It looked like a chair. Yeah. I mean, I think it did. Maybe, maybe like a, a weird looking chair. And I just set it in my room as if it were a beanbag chair. Can you imagine if she went in there and like jumped on it and like seven it's pairs like- of socks shut up? <laughs> She's like, whoa, is that a bra? She didn't say. I mean, she didn't really go in my room, but I mean, she probably glanced in there. I don't know if she thought anything of it. She's probably like, oh, cool. That is what I, when, because my normal spot for hiding things, I have a guest bedroom. It is in my guest bedroom. I dump clean laundry yeah. on the bed and then I put it away, you know, after a couple of weeks. Yeah. And <laughs> same. But when guests come over, I have to go, I have to clean the guest bedroom out and everything that's in there gets moved to my bedroom. And I put it on the side of the bed where if you're looking into my room, from the living room, you won't see it. If you were to step into my room, you'd be like, what is going on <laughs> okay. over here? But no, I don't. nobody goes in there, so it's kind of hiding. And I thought of doing that, too, because I also have a side of my bed where I could have just, like, thrown everything. But I was worried, what if she, because, you know, as, as friends, I was like, what if she ends up sleeping in my bed? With, like with me <laughs> instead of sleeping on the couch? I just, and I didn't want her to walk in and see just... A bunch of clothes piled up. So this, I thought women are so funny. Like they're, they, I love that that was even a possibility. Any time I've ever had somebody a, a non romantic interest <laughs> stay at my house, not once has there been a thought of what if they end up in the same bed as me. Well, I just tell my girlfriends, I'm like, where do you want to sleep? You can have my bed to yourself. You can mm. have the couch. You can sleep in my bed with me. No. Or you can sleep on the floor. Like what? What do you want? I just tell people the options. Like you got the guest bedroom. You have the couch. I'll be in here. <laughs> By myself. <laughs> By, but I'll be shut that door. And, I don't know. Well, I thought my laundry hack, I'm like, I'm using this in the future. I've never thought of that before. That was a good one. Hiding. Oh, yeah. Make it into a piece of furniture. And as you're moving all this stuff and hiding it, too, you realize, like, how out of control it is. You're like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> like, it was huge. It yeah. looked like a beanbag chair. That's how much was in there. Are you a bandwagon sports fan, Anna? I'm a... 
I'm just here for the environment, sports fan. <laughs> oh, so maybe not so, even a bandwagon. Just, yeah. Oh, oh, that's where my friends went. Let's go to the let's go to Grand American Ballpark. Do they have snacks and beer and you know? I'm a bandwagon sports fan, and I I don't even care. I just admit it. When the Reds are doing well, big old Reds fan. That's me. When the Bengals are doing well, number one Bengals fan right here. <laughs> when they're not doing well, crickets from me, right? Really? I just can't believe you're like this. So what? Are you yeah. like ready to go to a bunch of Reds games yeah. and, and yeah. everything? Yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> the Reds have won, you know, as of, as of, we got an email earlier on today with like some happenings around town. It's like Reds have won eight games in a row. And I'm like... Oh, just like that, I'm back to being a Reds fan. <laughs> I've I, I've been feeling very Reds fan like this year. I got to be honest with you. Nothing against. I've never been a huge sports fan of anything. Yeah. But I, if if people are into it, I get the vibe. I get like it seeps into me the energy. When the Bengals went to the Super Man, I have never been a bigger uh, football fan in my entire life than when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Now, when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, I found myself becoming more of a sports fan than I had ever been. And I think that's natural because you don't really care. I never cared about the game, but when that happened, that was like a huge deal. But I'll say this. When I lived in Kansas City many years ago, I was not even that big of a football fan at all. And the Kansas City Chiefs won like nine games in a row. And I remember the feeling of the whole city rallying around that team. Yeah. And that literally made me a pro football fan. And I never stopped being a fan after that. Yeah. So these are instances where like people become fans of baseball and football because everybody's talking about it. It's whether you stay that fan or not, whether you continue. Well, I'm, I not guess convinced. You I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. No, I'm Jesse, not. I didn't even know that the Reds had just won eight games that's in a row. That's what I'm saying. But I was like down for games. I was like, yeah, let's go to the game. You're, sure. That's because like, you have FOMO. Like, I have, you have FOMO. You know? if, if people are there and you're not, like you feel like you've done something <laughs> wrong in your life. But it's the, it is the environment of it. I'll admit it's a little more fun when we're doing well because people get more into it. Yeah, that's true. And there's more people there. I mean, I'll show up to the stadium empty. I've never thought to buy Bengals tickets months in advance before the season starts. And I'm like literally looking at single games right Are now. You? Man, I'm going to, I will be at Paycor Stadium. Yeah. I love the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I get that. It's like the place to be. Well, I mean, I want to go. Yeah. All right. Let's go. I'll see if I can get a set of four. Oh, all right. Oh my gosh. And I know you have a fear of water slides. I just yeah. sent you this video of a guy that goes down a water slide. And as the slide, he, he, you know, it's one of those enclosed tubes. Yeah. For whatever reason, he gets to a part and can't keep going and he falls backwards back into the slide and he okay. gets stuck in it. He's, I'm, I'm watching it right now. So he goes down the slide, <gasps> right? And he oh. goes over a hill, but clearly it's not enough force to get him over the hill. And oh he slides gosh. backwards <gasps> and then he's stuck in the slide and it's like this claustrophobia look on his face. But watch what happens at the very end. Oh no, and he's going back. He's going oh, he back and he's sliding going. back. Yeah, it's the oh. thing of nightmares, right? No, I can't even see it. I know, but watch. Him, There's like, a magical ending to this video and we'll post this up on our oh, uh, he's like Facebook. Oh, whoa, at Jesse they opened Anna, up the five. side of the water. There is a slide. side. There's like a side a special door. Because they know that people get stuck on this thing, <gasps> and they open the door up like, "All right, come on out, oh, you got that stuck." Is horrible. But but they don't tell you. I don't know where that ride is at, but they don't tell you that that's there. So imagine the uh, the fear that you have when you're like, "Oh my God, is somebody gonna slide down the pipe now and hit me? Do they know I'm stuck in this pipe?" Or my mine's not even that. It's just the fact that like I'm stuck in this tiny little pipe with water shooting up at me, like. Yeah. 
in the panic that I start to feel. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had like a, a panic attack or anything like that? I or? have claustrophobia. Okay. And so do you know that feeling of like you almost yes. can't breathe? Yes. So then mix that in with water splashing up at your face and I'm like, this is it. I'm going to die in here. My like, first I thought. Can't, my, I can't handle it. My first thought of what they were going to do, I was like, they're going to have to put a rope down the pipe and like dra- yeah. <gasps> drag them back up. <laughs> like, yeah. Like how do you get somebody out? But they had these little hidden doors on these water slides in well, case you get stuck. That makes me feel a little better, but still, I have not gone on an enclosed water slide since I was a teenager, and I think the last time I did it, I started to feel that extreme panic. Really? And I and the I water like was shooting up at my face, and I was like, "Why did I do? Like, this is horrible. Oh. I hate every part of this. I'm never doing this Some again." Some of them are really cool in the dark. Now they have. Not, I mean, I it, they have like lights and everything. I don't want to see it. That's don't, yeah. Don't like I'll watch a video or something. No, you won't. You don't, don't care. Like watching yeah. A video. I'm like, don't care about the lights. Don't care how cool it is. No. Nope. I'll just go swim in the wave pool or the lazy river. The lazy that's my river. kind of a thing. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> Drinking your high noons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll post this video up on our. Um, our uh, Facebook at Jesse Anna B105. I went and saw the the new Flash movie by myself this weekend. Which is so funny. I've never gone to a movie by myself, but. Well, I don't feel like you really go to movies. I don't, but still, I still have like a weird thing. I, I think I would be nervous to go by myself. So let but. me ask you this. What is your, um, your fear about that? What is your fear about walking into a movie theater, sitting down and going by yourself? Do you think that people around you are going to look at you and think, Oh, what a loser. Loser, hanging out by herself. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd be lying if I if I said that wasn't a little part of it. Yeah. But a big part of it actually makes sense. I'm afraid I'll fall asleep. I fall asleep uh, with movies a lot. And if I was there by myself and that happened, mm-hmm. I just imagine all the lights turning on and I'm just uh, like passed so, out in the movie chair. So. But you don't think you would fall asleep if you were there with someone else? No, I probably would, but I would have a friend there to be like, oh. Anna, wake up. The movie's over. If I'm there by myself and I sleep with my mouth open, I'd just be drooling all over the yeah. place. And then I'd really be... So the loser side of it mixed in with me falling asleep, that'd make for a real bad night. I so loved anyways. it. <laughs> I went to the City Base Theater in um, in Kenwood, and it's one of those where it's got the reclining chairs and you can order food from your seat. Yeah. Ordered popcorn and a Diet Dr. Pepper right in the middle of the movie. But it is the first theater I've ever been that has heated seats what and i'm like oh that is nice wow i've not been to one like that the only way they could top it is if they put like the little massage chairs in if you had a movie theater (laughs) full of massage chairs (laughs) that's gonna put you to sleep i would never uh, that's true i'd never have to go to the chiropractor again wouldn't have to go get massages (laughs) just go see a movie every Ah, so often this is the life (laughs) yeah and it would be like oh perfect place to take a nap jesse and anna's Emotion of the day. Well, let's get these emotions out. This is the last thing we do on our show every day. We just kind of like to look back at the day and our show and identify certain things that have made us feel a certain way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So how are you feeling? A little frustrated. Why is that? Frustrated slash bummed out. Because I weighed myself this morning. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm the heaviest I've been in, I'm going to say, 10 years, 15-something years. Back in September when we were in the Blink Parade, I think that was in September anyway. Yeah. I wore um, a pair of very tight Wranglers at the oh, time. Yeah. And I remember yeah, putting them were. on thinking like, can't believe I fit into these. But I did. <laughs> I got a lot of compliments on those Wranglers. Mm-hmm. I went to, just out of curiosity, try them on today. Anna, I couldn't even zip them up. I couldn't even button Dang. them. <laughs> like thick thighs save lives. Well, like, in all I fairness, am, they were tight. 
They, yeah, but at least I could. I'm like three inches away from buttoning them. I've gained 10 to 12 pounds since that. That's, yeah. We were walking right on the line with those pants, and uh, I'm not going to be wearing them for a little bit. So a little frustrated with myself, but it's just because I've been eating, eating a lot of pizza and a lot of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know the problem. So I'm okay. going to get in gear, and because of that, I'm motivated. What's your emotion? Well, that's good. As long as you're motivated and you do what makes you, know, you feel better. Mm. I am feeling uh, relieved tonight because I finally have my taxes uh, not officially squared away, but for the most part, my taxes are squared away. I had to file an extension on them yeah. back in April mm. because I dropped them off at the last minute to have someone else do them. And when I called them today just to be like, hey, just checking in on my taxes because it's, you know, late June. And yeah. he even had so many questions just because of the mess that my year was between two states, how many times I moved, how many different jobs I had. And there were so many forms, and he's like, so wait a second, were you working here in Ohio or Indiana? Where's this job from? How long did you live there? What? I yeah. mean, it was a mess. So I finally answered all of his questions, and he got it squared away, and I just have to go over and pretty much sign off the paperwork and, and pay them. But uh, I was kind of, it was like a stress that I had on the back of my mind, you know, of like, ooh, you can't forget, you got to get that done, you got to get that done, you know? Anna, you're leaving out a very important part of that story. What, what's the important part? Oh, the city taxes? None of your city taxes came out for city of Cincinnati, so you got a nice little surprise that you have to pay all those taxes. I do have to pay. Uh, but it's just for like the last couple months of the year, right? Yeah, although so. I looked back this year and it this year didn't oh, start off right either. no. Yeah, it didn't start until, yeah, it was just something that I didn't catch and, you know, yeah. starting at a new job, I guess they don't always catch it either, so. Remember, just remember, city of Cincinnati needs it cut, 2.1%. Yeah. You think these roads paved themselves? Well, uh, it's $420 that I owe the city of Cincinnati. Oh, that's like six pairs of jeans. Yeah, it's disappointing for sure. But I did make some money back, so it'll technically have nothing's out of, I guess, no, pocket if you look at it you're that You're like, way. nothing's going to stop me from going to Thailand next year, I'll tell you <laughs> yeah, that much. I'm like, screw it. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.